The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Ashing Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach, is back with me. And my God, I mean, this is like a kind of a taster menu. There's so many different plates in front of me. Um, what have we got? What are we talking about? It's actually impossible for me to work out what we're talking about. We've got pasta, two kind of plates of pasta. Is that pasta? That is noodles. Oh, that's noodles. Uh, pasta, um, a cake, some type of cake. Yeah. And I'm not really sure what that is. That is orange and soy chicken. Okay. We've got a cocktail, we've got cake and we've got two main courses. We've got a lot to get through today. We are talking about citrus. Oh, so that's what they all have in common. They all have citrus in common. So we're talking orange, we're talking grapefruit and we're talking lime. And I suppose sometimes we think that they're the premise of, you know, breakfast or a bit of an ale clementine in the lunchbox or something like that. But there's so much more we can do. And actually from that savoury perspective, they're just amazing for flavour and for bringing out flavour and for imparting flavour. Um, are there a whole kind of range of different citrus fruits then that you use in cooking? Or yeah, the is main... it just about using the small amount well? It is. It's about using them well. It's about being clever with it. And I suppose the thing is, you've got your grapefruit, you've got your orange, you've got your lime, and they all stem like thousands of years back to four main, I suppose, the OGs of the family, which okay. were pomelo, citron, mandarin and pepida. So then everything came from there. So the pomelo is the closest we have to a grapefruit. The citron is the closest we had to a lemon. Uh, The mandarin was the closest we had to an orange. But what happened was they bred together. There's hybrids of everything. So when they combined, this is where we got satsumas, tangerines, clementines, grapefruits, limes, kaffir lime, all of these different ones. Which came first, the fruit or the colour? <laughs> I don't know. I think the answer actually is the fruit. Lend it. There was a, apparently before the fruit uh, was known of, um, there, there was a color, a kind of um, yellow red was okay. was actually what what people would refer to the orange, a color of orange, be kind of yellow. There's kind of a word, a kind of a, a mash of yellow red or pink red or something. There yeah, you go. There you go. And then orange came along, and people went, "Oh, that's yellow red." And someone went, "No, that's called an orange." And they said, "Well, let's just call that color then orange." orange. There you go. Let's anyway. keep it simple. Um, so everything we have, all the other things like like oranges and lemons and mandarins and uh, the clementine, they all come from yes. these four original fruits. Absolutely. So the pomelo, they all kind of started back Asia, China, um, India, and then they travelled all the way around. So an orange is a cross between a mandarin and a pomelo. Uh, with a few mixes back and forwards. Then we've got sweet oranges and we've got bitter or sour oranges. So a sweet orange is one-fifth or five-fifths, five-eighths of a mandarin and three-eighths of a pomelo. Okay. And a grapefruit is a cross between a pomelo and a sweet orange. Uh, I accidentally bought a grapefruit the other day. Accidentally? Oh my God, I hate the way you say that now. I thought it was an orange in the shop and I just picked it up and then I was bitterly quite literally bitterly disappointed you don't like grapefruit well it's just too bitter like you've got to put sugar on it obviously <sighs> here listen I'm going I'm going to I'm going right, okay. to go. start us off I'm going to do a little shake I've got All a right. cocktail I'm going to start us with a cocktail right okay. so this might change your mind on the grapefruit mm. so what I have in here is an orange and grapefruit gin okay I have agave or honey I have lime juice and I have fresh grapefruit juice so I'm going to pop that in a glass. I have a little bit of grapefruit, a little bit of thyme, and then I'm going to top it with a blood orange soda. Oh, this looks good. Yeah. This is great. Not a bad old afternoon. Yeah, I know. There you go. Why do we talk about politics and other things cheers. for the show? We should just be, cheers, Ashling. <laughs> mm. So it's sweet. 
It's refreshing. Oh. You get the citrus. Oh, that's delicious, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it really refreshing yes. as a drink? It's really, really nice. There's another gorgeous one, which I have um, mm. on my website, and it's a Paloma. And that's a tequila-based one. Remember, we spoke about food trends and tequila yeah. been a big food trend for this year. So that's a tequila-based one. Very similar. Cointreau lime, um, but really nice. Really, really refreshing. Very okay. easy to drink. Uh, we have so much other food. I think we're just going to have to dig in. I think so we are. So where are we going to start? I think we will start with our pasta. So we have pasta alla limone. Okay. Unusual to think that we're putting lemon with pasta, but it's very, very simple. So cook off your tagliatelle and then in a pan I warmed 50 grams of butter, two cloves of garlic, into that the zest and the juice of one whole lemon. Yeah. Pop in your pasta, your pasta water, and then you finish it with parmesan and cream. Very simple. Really simple. Mmm. Now, I'm intrigued what you think of this, right? Because I had not made this in years. And then I was kind of going back over and I was thinking, you know what, this is what I'm going to make for here. This is delicious. Isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. It's like your brain is kind of confused a little bit. Yeah, it is. That's You took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, it's kind of unexpected, the taste. I'm so not used to it. Like a lemony taste. That kind of lemon zest with pasta. Totally. And it's a Mm. really very, very classic old Italian recipe. Like, I think I, I kept it like really strict I suppose in how you do it for us for today yeah. I think if I was to make it at home to even do it a little bit more family friendly you could like lash in some spinach just wilt okay. down your spinach a little bit of chicken or a little bit of prawns would go really really nice in that but I found myself after I made it kind of going hmm I walked away I was back at the pan two months later going yeah. what is that your brain thinks about it afterwards so it's definitely it's that combination your brain is not wholeheartedly used to but it's really it's elegant isn't it and delicious it is delicious and as always we say it at Ashing Narkin uh, is Ashing social media handle and you'll find any and all of what we're talking about today uh, there so next we have this I suggest it was pasta. This is noodles. This is, that is right? Thai green curry. Oh, right. Okay, great. Yeah. And again, now I have a recipe for this on my website. I kind of have a lighter version of like a Thai green broth. But what we have in here is, so we've got our Thai green kind of curry paste. So you've got kaffir lime leaves in here. So these kaffir limes are really smaller limes than we kind of know. So I suppose the limes we're used to, they're green. They're mm. actually like immature. So when they when limes ripen, they go a yellow colour. So you've got your kaffir lime leaves. So I've actually brought well, a there's a nice little zing it. in that isn't now, there? isn't there? Isn't there? So this is them dried. You can buy them in all supermarkets, dried or frozen. So these are actually the leaves. So we're not even using the kaffir lime itself. We're using the leaves. Mm. And then I put in the zest of a whole lime in there. And it's not something people, I suppose, at home kind of think to do when they're doing a Thai green curry. But it's that punch of zest of flavour that you get is just beautiful. that's delicious. And with the zest of all of these citrus fruits, what you have to remember is that's where the essential oils are. That's where the most of the flavour is. It's in that zest. So you don't ever want to lose that. You always want to kind of pack that up. So you've got uh, tender stem broccoli in there. You've got mm-hmm. water chestnuts. You have bamboo shoots. We've Love got bean sprouts. Oh, aren't they lovely? It's the crunch. Yeah. It's so nice with the creaminess of the coconut milk. And that lime juice just cuts through it and it's just delicious. And what I've done actually in that recipe is I've used chicken thighs because I know you're not a massive fan, but I'm, I'm on a mission to kind of week yeah. by week show you the how they work. The chicken, get rid of them. But you see, you can't even Get see it in that. Them. You can't even see it in that. Yeah, so. I know. So I've been tricked. I've been <laughs> tricked into eating the brown bits of the chicken. But the kaffir lime leaves are great. They're one of those ones that you can have them in the freezer, have them in the cupboard, and they do. It's about kind of building in those layers of flavour mm. as you go through, which is really nice. How this is great. This I is know. absolutely great. So I've had my tagliatelle. I've had my... Va- I'm going to have a bit more of my cocktail now. A little bit more of your cocktail. And yeah. I am going to bring you on to your next dish. Oh, it's delicious. Right. Which is... Um, you have to roll me out of studio this <laughs> We've got a Chinese-inspired um, orange and soy chicken dish. Okay. Now, 
this works equally as well for salmon. This is one of the simplest recipes I will ever give you, but it is a midweek saviour. Okay. I didn't use oranges. What I used was mm. marmalade. All right. Bitter marmalade. Okay. So remember we spoke about the sweet oranges and the sour oranges. So the sweet yeah. oranges, those ones we're going to eat, the bitter ones are the ones that go into marmalade. This is a bitter marmalade, but it also has 30% less sugar. So it's a little bit healthier for you. It's a little bit better. So you're going to basically mix six tablespoons of soy sauce, yeah. three tablespoons of marmalade, okay, a little easy. bit of um, Chinese five spice or yeah. seven spice, rice wine vinegar, I put that in the pressure cooker. So mm-hmm. I have a kind of combined pressure cooker, slow cooker, air fryer. Yeah. 15 minutes. No way. That's it. Done. You put it in, do the exact same marinade over your salmon, roast it in the oven 12 minutes. Isn't it delicious? Mm. It's so Moorish and that with rice would be beautiful. I was about to ask, that's what you'd serve that with? Yeah, I think I'd do that one with rice. A lovely little bit of like maybe tender stem broccoli on the side, something like that. Um, oh yeah, that's Peppers. Nice. Yeah, it's mm. really, really good and it's just such a quick one. Or even in a salad, there's kind of a Chinese-style salad. You could do little mandarins in there, crispy iceberg lettuce, little wonton wrappers crisped up. Yum. Yeah, absolutely delicious. Right, I think I'm ready for dessert. Okay, well, let's bring you on to dessert. That's great. We're doing well, aren't we? Uh, we are, but you know the problem now you have. You set the bar very high. I know I have, haven't what I? What are we going to do next week? I know. Five I know. courses is going to have to be. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Mm. Fridays are good. <laughs> I have to cleanse my palate now before we launch into... So this is like a... Kind of looks like an upside down cake. It is an upside down cake. It is an upside down grapefruit and thyme polenta mm. cake. Grapefruit so we're working again. all of those kind of Italian flavours oh, in here. That's lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. And I've actually... I've done a video of this step by step. It's on my on my Instagram so you can follow along. But it's... What's lovely about this is the polenta, when you put in a cake, gives this mm. incredible crumbliness. It's really light texture and you've got the sweetness, but then you've got the balance of that little bit of tartness. And what you do is when you put it in your tin, you basically um, slice up your grapefruits, put brown sugar on the end of your tin. And what happens is that caramelizes as it bakes with the tartness of the grapefruit and it caramelizes all the top and it's just Oh, that's and you're so right. The crumbliness is so important because... Like a cake like that, the upside down cake, if your sponge is too soggy, I mean, the, the yeah, top yeah. is going to be a bit soggy. It's the okay. nature of it. So if the sponge is as well, the whole thing just gets claggy, doesn't it? That's it. That's it. So this crumbliness. Oh, and the little delicious. hint of thyme is really interesting. So herbs mm. that work really, really well with your citrus like that are things like rosemary, things like tarragon, things like thyme. And don't ever be afraid to use them in a dessert or in a cake or like we're doing in the cocktail because they really, really work. What strikes me about like all of this, um, obviously the upside down cake, that there's, there's grapefruit and stuff all over it. But even in the pastas, I mean, you used a whole lime, yeah. you were saying. I mean, most people, I include myself in this, you'd only use a little hint of it. Yeah. A little squeeze of lime, and that's that's as much as you do. Yeah. No, it's Be imp- brave. Be brave. Be brave. Be totally brave. And it really does pay off because you get that big punch of flavour, which is lovely. Uh, that's great. Listen, uh, we're going to have to keep going with these... Um, Forget the food. I'm going to keep going at the cocktail. That's what I'm going to do. At Ashling Larkin, uh, you can find more detail on everything we are talking about. Like I say, Ashling, you've set the bar high. So I look forward to your visit uh, next week. Ashling is a TV chef and a mindful eating coach. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.